Alright everybody, welcome to the Multiverse of Marvel podcast, where each week our resident Marvel guys, Aaron and Dan Grinley, will dive into a crazy corner of the ever-expanding Marvel multiverse, sorry, to see which topic we're discussing this week, or uh, this time, sorry. But, actually, uh, this, uh, this time I was kind of dumb, and I forgot to press record right away, like right before we started recording. So uh, we were yeah, we recorded this like Wednesday right after San Diego Comic Con. We were discussing like what uh, what they what all they announced there. So we just missed uh, us talking about uh, She Hulk and uh, Secret Invasion, and then we kind of pick up like right where we just started discussing Ant Man and the Wasp of Quantumania. So uh, sorry about that. I just have a uh, weird work schedule for the next couple weeks and wasn't able to. Uh, I put time aside to meet up with the guys at uh, to re- redo the intro, so we get this instead. So we're just going to next year hear us next, where we uh, talk about Ant and the Wasp, and uh, hopefully enjoy the episode. So yeah, so yeah, so then uh, then Ant Man and the Wasp next, uh, Quantum Mania. So that one's the... also got me pretty excited too, yeah, because yes. again, things that could show up there and all that. Yeah, because they, I can, yeah, because because I was always. Uh, uh, suggested that Kang's going to show up in that. Has that ever been confirmed? Oh, no, that, that was from the get oh. that uh, Kang was going to be the villain okay. in uh, Quantum Media. Yeah, they, that, confirmed, uh, they confirmed that way, way uh, back. That's where okay. he was going to be introduced. Okay, well, I wasn't sure if that was just like that. The... That was like the first thing that they revealed. Like, it's okay. called Quantum Mania. Kang's the bad guy. Okay. okay. Here's who's playing him. We're going to have fun. So that's why it was such a shocker when uh, Jonathan Majors. I can't think of his Jonathan last name. Majors. Yeah, Jonathan Majors. Yeah, well, like when he shows up in uh, Loki, like that's a big shock because yeah. everybody knows he's already cast as uh, as Kang. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so and that is coming out uh, February seventeenth, uh, two thousand twenty-three. So uh, yeah, so we got a, we a got while. some time to wait. Yeah. So and that's the uh, that's like the third A Man review, right? Yeah. Yeah. Third one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then uh, speaking of thirds, we got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Come here, and that one's gonna be really good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, you guys uh, dug the first two. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. James Gunn. We Aaron yeah, and I dig James Gunn films in yeah, general. Yeah, yeah. It's cause... more of enjoying it as a James Gunn film than enjoying it as a Marvel film. Yeah, like exactly. I like that. Like it ties in with uh, the movies, like all the other stuff, and that they use like Marvel characters. But let's be honest, it's a James Gunn movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, and I think I saw something that actually going to bring in uh, Adam Morlock. Uh, he's actually going to show up because yep, yep. It Will was, it, is playing him. They, they've teased him for far too long. Yeah, cause, yeah, because that was uh, who they teased in the uh, one of the. Uh, credit scenes in the second, second one, one. Right? yeah uh, they wanted him in the second one but james said he couldn't find a proper way to get him in there so you know push it back okay yeah, okay you, you so don't, you don't want to shoehorn uh adam warlock in yeah. where uh no, not at all. All. so so, so quick a little uh, wait what's this deal again uh so adam warlock was originally uh the perfect humanoid created by the the enclave i think they were a group of secret scientists uh they made him this golden skinned male and he rebelled against them right away this i believe was in fantastic four that this happened 66 and 67 i want to say this is fairly early in fantastic four he first shows up uh he's he's like a newborn so he's without purpose he tangles with thor a couple times because i think he wants is it Jane Foster or is it Sif? Whoever Thor's lady love at the time was him is like, I want her, you know? 
and she uh, looks and, good and then that causes a fight and he's like oh why am i causing fights <laughs> then and he I, he goes off and starts attaining better understanding of things uh he undergoes a major overhaul uh once jim starlin gets a hold of him and that's where the the real growth of the uh, marvel cosmic universe starts to happen and uh what's his uh powers and whatnot is, uh, is that a trivial? he's kind of nebulous when it comes to powers like oh, he's, so just kind of he, he's super strong he's kind he can of, fly you know? he's got the the usual stuff like he can go toe-to-toe physically with thor but he's more of like a doctor strange doctor doom kind of character where oh so magic and magic space powers like, magic space powers all right. space jesus all right Space right. Jesus pretty much sums it right. up. All right. Sounds good. Uh, so yeah. So then, uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh, yeah, that looks good. Yeah. yeah so yeah. So good. yeah, the trailer looked really good, and that will be. Uh, sorry, uh, Guardians is coming out uh, May fifth, two thousand twenty-three. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, and then with Wakanda Forever, it's November eleventh, the day before my birthday. November. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Twenty-two. This year. Yeah. So yeah. So that trailer looked really good. I'm still uh, hoping out that maybe we might get a chance to see Storm, but I have a feeling that after uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away, she may have been. Yeah, sorry. Story. Sorry, who? Storm. There was oh, yeah. rumors flying around was that Storm was going to be oh. one of the main story parts of the second movie. Oh, but yeah. this was back when Chadwick was still alive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, that... they got uh, married at one point. Yeah, there's right? actually yeah. been a long story thing uh, way back in Marvel Team Up, whatever, back in 1980. They showed yeah. that Storm yeah, and Black yeah. Panther knew each other quite well. Yeah. Yeah, they had met as teenagers. Yeah. Nice. And he, then, of course, he I was on a pilgrimage. She was uh, living with a, a group of thieves. No, she was past that. That was when she was on. Oh her no, pilgrimage. right, yeah, she was. The she thieves was with guild. The, no, just that, uh, another... that's when she was on her, her sort of walking around Africa and just trying to help people and learn how to use her powers. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, the, there was a group of uh, uh, villagers or kids she was with, though. I remember her be- getting betrayed or something when in that hardcover one that you've got. I was talking about the actual uh, Marvel uh, Team Up issue itself, uh, though, which I, it's one of the ones I actually don't have in my collection, but should, because I mean, I'm pretty sure it's by John Byrne, and it's, you know, like a pretty important X-Men story that I don't have well, from back of that era. Now that you got your computer up and running, you're going to have to get your, uh, get your list updated. Well, like, I have to, uh, I still have to get my hard drive out of the old computer. And all, uh, all that excuses excuses yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i i, I the, this this new one doesn't have a second attachment for me to get this other hard drive in there oh, so boo. i have to get myself an enclosure or something to get all my stuff i know yeah like uh, when i did mine i made sure the case has like five uh, slots five so or six slots for hard drive so but buddy yeah, told me there was, that there was room to do it in this and he, he was right there is but it doesn't have the right hookup and oh, then i'm looking at getting the and i think i need to get the right hookup i need to change my power supply so fuck it we'll just yeah. let, let's just do uh, an external Leave yeah. it at that, right? Yeah. yeah so nothing wrong with that. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, for back, your, back to Marvel, your though. Yeah. So yeah. So after that is uh, is Echo. Uh, Another the, one that we are going to have Daredevil in, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that, yeah, because that was the character that was in the Hawkeye show, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She yeah, is yeah. Uh, the original in the comics. She is the original Ronan. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then and then to tie in with Daredevil because uh, spoilers if nobody's seen the uh, uh, the the uh, Hawkeye show yet, at the end is when uh, Vincent Donfrano shows up. Yeah, if it's an off shows up at the end, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, so it kind of yeah, so it kind of ties they're up. So that'll. Uh, well, I hear he's an Echo, and then he's also they haven't confirmed that he's in Born Again, but 
Well, of course, well, of course he's got to be. Well, well they, as soon as they announced it, and as soon as they announced it, and people asked Anafia about it on Twitter, his response was, "When I was a boy," yeah, and they just ex- left it at that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, of course, yeah. Because if they're calling it that, because I actually do have the uh, single issues of that. Like when I got the job, I think I, you got them I, because I'm, uh, I'm two their price shy. just shot up. Yeah, yeah. Because why? Uh, the, 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 the summer I was working at Much Music, which is around the corner from where I live, I was freaking working like a full-time job and much music money so i can so uh, next time next it, time i'm in toronto so visiting my brother-in-law i'm coming to see you because you yeah, have to live like down yeah, the street yeah, from I, yeah probably yeah so i so like at the comic book store i was going to a new market had had them all like uh, for sale for like 40 50 bucks or something like that so i was like Ooh. fuck i so i was like i had the money so what the hell and it was i hadn't read them yet and i knew it was one of the seminal daredevil storylines and Holy shit! It's, 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 any of the listeners who haven't hasn't read that uh, storyline, fucking go out and read it somehow because uh, Daredevil port again. I, I imagine top, you should be able to find the trade Marvel pretty story. easily. Yeah. If you can't find the trade easily right now, probably pretty soon because yeah. I mean, with it coming out, they're gonna put it back into print oh, if it isn't yeah. already in print. Yeah, yeah. So it's oh, so good. Yeah. So yeah, because yeah. So if he, uh, if it's called that, he's of course he's gonna show up. Oh yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He, he can't. He can't not. So no, yeah. he can't not. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, you know what else it implies. What's that? Are we gonna get nuke? Oh, we've oh. already had nuke, no, yeah, 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 but he, he didn't quite become nuke. Yeah. So, so will we finally see, see him as nuke? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Because yeah, uh, what, 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 what did that happen in again? Was that Jessica Jones or? I oh. think so. Yeah, because I was the one with like the, 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 the pills, right? I think. Yeah, he was. He was the cop who was helping yeah. out for a bit, and then he got yeah. on the pills and stuff. And yeah, like his, yeah. he, he was. He was nuke. Like he, yeah, he's like he's like give me give Frank me Frank Simpson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Hopefully, we'll see some uh, yeah. storylines progress. Yeah. yeah. So that. Uh, so that. Uh, and then, of course, that means. Uh, what's her face? So I always. I, I'm better. Actually, I'm hearing Electra might be recast. Oh, I, was Remember, I heard was that instead of going for um whoever did her in the Netflix stuff, it might be Isa Gonzalez they're going for this time. Oh, nice. I was going to say uh, the redhead from uh, uh, the vampire show. Honestly, in my opinion, this time, maybe she cast a Greek woman to play her. Just, you know, <laughs> Boy, that, that, this will well, be the third time around. And the yeah, first so, time you didn't cast a Greek woman, the second time you didn't cast a Greek woman. They, 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 yeah, they're, they're, getting, they're, 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 they're getting closer. So maybe this yeah. summer they actually get it. Hey, get it right this time. Uh, uh, d- oh, fuck it. I forget uh, the. Yeah, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, so yeah, so okay. Well, that's like uh, six uh, episodes, and that was like next year, 2023. Yep. Does, yeah, does have a summer, so it doesn't have a date on it yet. So probably like June or July, probably. And then, of course, like uh, Loki season two is coming out. Uh, that one, yeah. I'm interested to see where that one's going to go, yeah, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, him and his variants just uh, causing a ruckus around, uh, around the multiverse. Of uh, course, I, think, I think there there will be repercussions impacting uh, Loki season two from uh, probably the next couple of movies. Yeah. Well, I've, I've heard I've heard rumors that Loki is going to show up in Quantumania, but again, that's nothing set in stone. Or, or it could just be like uh, they're going through stuff, and he's like, "Hey guys," and then pops yep. out or something, probably. So yeah, so that's probably well. Be like... He's he's the only one right now that we know of that is actually aware of the threat that Kang possesses. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, so it could be the for the forebear or whatever. Yeah. So we imagine that's probably going to be like between like six to nine episodes because uh, season one was nine episodes, right? I think. 
Yeah, so I imagine Loki season two will probably be about the same. Yeah, so yeah. And then uh Marshall Ali is uh Blade. I'm looking forward to it. November, I'm looking forward to all this new Marvel stuff yeah, yeah, this year. November third. Uh, 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 Mahershala Ali as as Blade, I think is gonna be awesome. Yes. He's, I have yet to see him in anything he hasn't been yeah. awesome in. Yeah, because uh, the, the idea of having Wesley Snipes like play one of like Blade's mentors or something in this one, oh. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I and, and yeah, I love the first I love the first two of the three blades. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some enjoyable stuff in the third one. Not not a lot, but a yeah, the, yeah, much, and then uh, like, and then a couple months ago at uh, Young and Dundas Theater, they showed the uh, the original blades. So I actually got to go see uh, that in the theater again. That was uh, that was fucking so good. I saw you got to check that. Yeah, I I love them. Yeah. I, like uh, I know I lived in Toronto. Yeah, but, I, I but, think I think uh, we we were too young to see the first one, but yeah. we definitely saw the second one. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah most people go for the second one for this favorite blade but i love the first one the first one is still fun right oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that, that, that is definitely my favorite my favorite one of all of them, so far but so yeah, i'm so looking forward to this because uh yeah mark uh yeah mark Lee was in the first high or it was in uh he was in alita uh, and uh luke, luke cage too right i think yeah he was in luke cage yeah yep. right. uh, i believe he played cottonmouth yeah, so yeah, so and he was fucking so good in that show. So yeah, no, he said I have I've yet to see him in anything that he yeah. wasn't great, like, yeah, fantastic so, in, right? So yeah, so that I saw it be good, but it's just the only uh, bad thing is not till next year, November next year. So yeah, I got a year and a bit to go, but it'll be good. Then uh, Ironheart, which is uh, Ree Williams. Yep, and uh, they, they've already changed her quite a bit with her origin and everything so yeah. far. Which they've been showing with Black Panther too. But I mean, hey, it's Marvel's been doing great stuff so far. I'll watch this one as well. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, the, yeah. So that's like the uh, she gets like Iron Man type uh, suit or whatever. She what makes it? her own. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah like, that, it's, her whole it's thing like, is she she's a teenage girl who goes out of her way and makes her own Iron Man armor. Oh, and nice. the comics she kind of uses like Tony Stark as sort of a mentor, but they're obviously not going to be doing that in this. So yeah. it looks like they're using um, Shuri quite possibly as her mentor. Oh, nice. That'd be good. So yeah, so that's gonna be uh, like a series for uh, fall of 2023. So probably six to nine episodes as well. Probably nine, I would imagine, whenever that gets announced. Then uh, Agatha Coven Coven of Chaos. Again, I, no idea where it's going, but yeah, I. So, uh, so it'd probably be uh, uh, just Catherine just Hawn off the announcement great. alone. It's kind of why. Show show me more of what might be going on in this, and then I'll start to get. Hyped. I think the reason like she, why is because Agatha's of good, Hawk. but yeah, she's good actress, good character, but I I worry that, but that, I, that alone might be a little bit of oversaturation. Yeah, because after the uh, issue was like uh, it was really big when the show came out, but uh, since mm-hmm. the show came out, you haven't really heard anything. So yeah, if they do, do this also might be their next step show. Uh, so, as well. back on it. So do you think it would be like back in time when she was like uh, back in time when she was Corona Witch? Or I think a like... bit of it is. I think a bit of it also be modern stuff. Um, yeah, I kind of hope that it uh, that it ties into more of the Scarlet Witch story, because one of the things they were saying is that they kind of wanted to use her long term and that one of the best ways they know of doing that is making her kind of be the mentor to Wanda that she was in the comics. Hmm. So that I mean, I. They're obviously they're using Wanda again. Like you know, they yeah. didn't. They obviously didn't. You know, get rid of uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. So yeah, so she's around for a while still. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Yeah yeah. So so yeah. So that's uh, yeah. Winter two thousand twenty three. So probably like December probably. Oh, but you also missed. You missed the most important one before that that comes out. The most important X Men thing or Marvel thing. X Men ninety seven. It's 
Okay. That, that is that is going to be the one thing that that trumps everything else that Marvel is doing is the fact that they're bringing back that cartoon. Oh yeah, that's that's coming up. That's uh... yeah, it's it's no, it's going to be uh, October next year. Now I've said before they should release the first episode this October, because thirty years before, that's when the first episode got released, and when they first put it on TV, when we all first would have seen it, it wasn't completed. There was like you know a little bit of special effects and sound effects and things that weren't there. So like, hey, 30 years later, do it again. Release a kind of not quite complete first episode and then finish off the rest of the season when it's ready and release it. Like, I love that show so much. Oh, it's so good. I just, because of that, I started watching my run through. I, I was watching the first episode again right before I came to jump in the chat right now. Nice. And uh, what was it? Uh, Joe Perry did the uh, the theme song? Um, or, or, was that, or was that for Spider-Man? That was Spider-Man. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Although somebody, somebody did do the, the uh, X-Men theme song, but I can't remember exactly who. See if I can find out. But no, Joe Perry, I believe, was uh, oh, yeah, the Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and then, uh, so yes, yeah, so after that is a uh, Daredevil Born Again, which we're talking about. Yeah, so like, yeah, so Charlie Cox and Vincent Donfrano in his uh, Donofrio, Donofrio, not, not in his Edgar suit. <laughs> yeah, so that's coming out uh, spring of 2024. So probably like Mar- uh, March, probably is when they usually release, uh, release stuff in the uh, spring, I think. So then uh, Captain America, New World Order. Uh, do we know what that one's about or just the title? Just the title. Just the title, yeah. Yeah, so and then uh, Anthony Mackie as, uh, as Cap, and then I reimagine that. Winter, what's his face is Winter Soldier is going to be there as well. Oh, I'd imagine so. They, uh, yeah, they have yeah. pretty good chemistry. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So they can't like. I think at this point they can't not have him. In, in and I think somewhere. I think the poster also showed Sharon Carter. Oh, nice. Yeah, because so they're she... they're reacting to the backlash of fans not really liking her being a villain in the TV show. So they're kind of yeah, that was a good and, idea at all. And they're backtracking and saying she's deep cover or something, you know, because yeah, it really wasn't a good idea. Villain in the what? Villain. She in she TV. was one of the bad guys in in uh, the Falcon and the uh, um. Oh, shit, oh, shit, I was, I was thinking, remember old, at the okay, end, yeah, 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 yeah. she was like, the no, I, I, yeah, I was, I was thinking the old one, there. I was like, okay, yeah, sorry, I was oh, you're thinking, thinking Peggy, yeah, I was thinking Peggy, yeah, I was thinking Peggy, yeah, so yeah, yeah, sorry, thinking wrong person, yeah, no worries. you're right, no worries. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so that's, that is when, uh, May 3rd, uh, 2024, yeah, so they haven't, uh, started doing anything with that yet, so pre, yeah, pre-production is probably just starting going anytime now for that, and then, uh, Thunderbolts, that's the one I'm waiting for. Yeah, is that July 26, 2024? So that's like, uh, eh, not exactly, but like, I guess, yeah, some people could say it's like the Marvel's version of Suicide Squad, but yeah, it's the, not the, the, second, the, the closest version. analog. Yeah, the closest analog, but, but not, it's not, not the first version, yeah. though. But, but yeah, but, uh, but, uh, not exactly, but the closest analog, yeah. The, the first yeah. version, I honestly was a much better concept. It was a yeah. good concept that carried like Marvel through the late 90s there. Uh, um, after hero, you know, you know how onslaught happens, where most of the heroes sacrifice themselves to defeat onslaught. Okay. And then, so for the next little bit, we had the heroes reborn universe, where you had Cap and and yeah. Iron Man and the Avengers doing that. That, 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 that was all like the various uh, image creators. That's like their that's studios like studios have their crack. The that's originals. like yeah, that's a huge chest uh, cap. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Now, yep. while this was going on in the Marvel Universe, the Marvel <laughs> Universe continued on without those characters. Everyone just thought they were dead. Yeah. This new team shows up, the Thunderbolts, who are jumping in and they're saving the day and they're doing heroic stuff and people are starting to fall in love with them. But secretly, the Thunderbolts are all actually supervillains posing as heroes because their leader has some big plan. It's Baron Zemo and the Masters of Evil. 
Yeah. He, masters uh, of evil. Yeah, no, he, he had started putting together a new incarnation of Masters of Evil, had the whole idea of that this time we'll, we'll masquerade as uh, superheroes and uh, we'll ingratiate ourselves into the superhero community. We'll learn all their secrets and then we will we'll betray them. <laughs> it's brilliant. very evil. <laughs> and but, then uh, guess what? And then heroes were born or hero onslaught happens. The uh, Avengers and the Fantastic Four all die very publicly and baron zemo is utterly defeated he's like there's nobody around to appreciate how masterful this betrayal will be this well, wasn't supposed to happen this game. way let's do it anyways <laughs> yeah, let's but, do this anyways and they, they it turns out they like because they, they realize the like one of the characters he's got is uh moonstone oh yeah no because it's like once he realizes, like wait there's no heroes like well we can do this and they jump in and they start instead sucking up to the government the city officials give us access to all the superhero goodies that uh, you let them have and like dan said a few of the uh, villains kind of liked doing good you know they in the early days they had to make a legitimate show of being actual heroes they couldn't like uh, one of the characters does a bank robbery and immediately gets uh, chastised by baron zemo like no no we we can't use this money we have to look like we're, we're struggling if we don't appear to be a struggling upstart superhero <laughs> team they're not going to take us seriously and they're not going to trust us with all their secrets <laughs> you know he, he takes, up our plan mister yeah he takes us really seriously and well that one guy is one of the ones who really likes going good you know, once he starts to really make a go of it and sees that oh my god this actually leads to self-respect i like myself i haven't I've, i forgot what liking myself felt like i like myself today yeah not like yesterday sorry yeah, no, and he wasn't the only one and like one of the uh, other thunderbolts is like nowadays avengers level hero like she a couple of characters comment during her time in thunderbolts like you know with with the stuff you've been doing, you should be on the Avengers. I'm like, well, yes, some of us don't get to be on the Avengers. <laughs> and, well, I'm pretty sure she is an Avenger now. <laughs> so so the, the idea of having a group, like, I would, I, would rather, I would rather see our beloved MCU Baron Zemo put together the classic Thunderbolts. Like, not like the, the classic sorry, sorry, characters sorry, what's the, from the comic, but just, yeah, like, what's, what's, the, what's the original list? Uh, the original ones were uh, we had uh, Dr. Carla Soffen, uh, Moonstone. Uh, she was masquerading as Meteorite, and she was also hiding like half of her powers. As you do. Um, we had Abner Jenkins, who was the original Beetle, a Spider-Man villain with like kind of like half Iron Man, half Green Goblin type of battle armor. Uh, always, always trounced by Spider-Man. He is now Mach 1, who reinvents himself as Mach 2, Mach 3, Mach 4, Mach 5, I think. Uh, we've got Melissa Gold, who was uh, Screaming Mimi, one of the, uh, the grapplers, I think they were. It was a group of uh, female wrestlers who also did uh, super crimes. Like, they were employed as female wrestlers, and they were employed as a female supervillain team. Like, this was their day job. <laughs> Um, 
Nice. Yeah, she was the only one of who didn't get uh, super strength and super durability as uh, her uh, artificial upgrade. She got like nice. sonic abilities. Nice. Uh, she becomes uh, Songbird and is the most toyetic and likable of the team. Uh, we've got uh, Norbert Ebersol, who was a fixer. He uh, was a, a Hydra section chief. Um, he's now... Uh, uh, techno uh, they're the the fixed guy of the team uh and we had uh eric jostin who was um goliath i think was his early incarnation he's he was uh baron zemo's bodyguard oh, nice. um the the younger zemo not the old one like uh, helmet not heinrich right. um he becomes atlas nice. and that's yeah, that's the original team. Right. Uh, they they you add a few characters here and there. You forgot about. All oh, right, yeah, no, he has Citizen V, uh, claiming to be the grandson of a Golden Age hero. Uh, strangely enough, the actual supposed grandson of Citizen V shows up as citizen v himself there's other weird stuff going on with that it's uh, it's a lot of fun uh, uh, to uh, really uh, get the full enjoyment of it. as comics do really so yeah so that uh, it's it's just one of those ones where the story just builds and builds <laughs> progresses and the narrative is kept up pretty well for several years like when uh Fiza passes the torch of long-term plans that he had had and not uh played out the the next writer was like oh oh this is fun this 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 is a lot of fun i can work with this oh i'm i'm definitely working with this so all none of those old ideas really got dropped like one of the really long running subplots like met its proper conclusion like the way originally intended like the reveal of like who this mystery uh hidden character was like it they never wavered on who it was going to be and like only one person ever guessed who it was and i'm not saying anything about what character it is so that that's something that can be enjoyed if you're reading thunderbolts because yeah so even when that era ends it reinvents itself and reinvents itself and reinvents itself yeah so uh, so yeah so that comes out uh july 26 2024 so like two years so got a while yeah. for that so and then uh the one and then the movie that everyone's been waiting for for a long time is uh fantastic four is uh november 8th 2024 yep so i hear i've heard we know we nothing hear about it really well, I hear we might hear uh, uh, who's being cast at D three because they want to reveal something big at D three. Yeah, and, that, and that's like uh, like around the same time as Fan X War, right? Like August ish, or I think so. Or is that so. Okay, maybe September. yeah. So yeah, so we might have another month, uh, a little while before that comes out. So yeah, yeah. so that's uh, scheduled for November November eighth, two thousand twenty four. So yeah, so two years. So here's hoping we get a good one this time. <laughs> yep. And then Avengers: The King Dynasty is uh, May second, two thousand twenty-five. They, so, I believe that they've they've now said that Daniel Destin Cratton is going to be directing it. Nice and uh, who, Shang Chi. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I did hear that. Yeah, so that's uh, so that and so yeah, so that's like three years down the road. So yeah, so we got a while still before, uh, and that is uh, Phase Six. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Avengers uh, Secret Wars. 
Yep. And then there's so, also was an unannounced movie between the two of them. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, so that means yeah, so that means like uh, Fantastic Four were most likely we're gonna get a, a new Doctor Doom because mm-hmm. he can't see Gore's third Doom. Well, I've heard I, I've I heard think. rumors that Doom might show up in Black Panther two as well. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So yeah, because. I've also heard something that uh, Neymar. I actually like look in the trailer. That, that was like Neymar, right? Oh yeah, that's Neymar. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't. But, and, I and it, it, as a Neymar fan, I'm not impressed by the look. I I don't like the facial hair, and he's a little bit too. He's too typical Marvel superhero beefy. Neymar should be sleek and aquatic and streamlined. He doesn't need big, powerful muscles to demonstrate how powerful. He but I'm still finally happy to see him on the big screen. Yes. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain too much. Just <laughs> God damn it, he's the Lord of Atlantis. He can afford the the best. So yeah, so at least uh, so with that, you probably at least uh, have like Doom like name check there probably at the very least. Something like that, yeah. And then, uh, and then, then too, like I heard, I was hearing something that uh, in. Moon Knight, like the one of the first times he blacks out and like wakes yeah, up. Yeah, he's like, driving that truck. The box is behind him. Yeah, it, it, was, it was possibly could have been that very, uh, but was never confirmed or anything. So, yeah, nothing else. Right? So, so I guess we'll find out eventually, but if that uh, pans out or not. And then, yeah, then yeah, then uh, X Men '97. Yeah, so which if you guys, uh, if you guys hear the theme song for our podcast or know us or I've talked about, I've probably talked about before like that x-men series is the fucking seminal for me because yeah, yeah. i watched that watch that and spider-man and batman all at the same time because i'm a bit older than you same so, here same here yeah oh, so yeah. it's always, always like 11 like 11 or 12 and i like all that stuff is like starting to come out in fox and stuff so yeah well, so i think x-men oh. too i was seven at the time yeah. oh the complaints of having to go to swimming lessons yeah because we witness right. x-men uh yeah yeah or having to go tr didn't go high enough to record it it was or or or, 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 well, or, 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 it, or i'm pretty sure it was both or is going out over the, the years all right going out with the parents and having to do stuff on the weekend they don't want to leave you at home you're like fucking X-Men. oh no no it, yeah, that's right that's it that was that was always me. There's always stuff for our own benefit, you know. Like this, this is for you, and you know, in the long run, karate and swimming lessons and all that kind of stuff did make us better people. Yeah, but, but, so. <laughs> but we wanted to watch X Men. We were yeah, really I, I, I supposed to remember getting mad. Like it was like that day. It was like a cable episode, and like it was that the whole thing. And we were like me, and my sister, were like we're missing fucking cable. Well, we didn't say fuck because well, we were like twelve, but. Yeah, I can remember <laughs> hanging out at a frankly somewhat someone's house just so we could watch X Men, <laughs> and it didn't really matter because you know he X-Men. was just as into it as we were. So yeah, they were exactly. all just sitting like, "Yes, X Men, next episode." You know, yeah. first airing of this episode. We don't have to wait for the rerun to see it. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I got in that a little uh, the taste of the theme song in uh, Doctor Strange too when uh, uh, Patrick Stewart showed up. And in Miss Marvel, mm. I haven't finished that yet. Oh, you hear it for a quick second, Miss. Like, 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 spoiler people who that. It's like right at the end, but because uh, I think I heard what uh, how it, like, kind of how it ends there. So, but I still need to watch it. 
I, I had to watch it twice to catch that little bit, though. Because I, yeah, because the first time I didn't hear the music, so the second time I had to. So, yeah, because because it. it's like suggested that she's a mutant, or or yeah, that... well, doesn't they don't flat out say mutant? They say that um, her brother asked her friend, who's like a genius, to look into his genetics to figure out, you know, if he has powers too, and uh, he noticed that Kamala had a different her her she had some sort of mutation that was different from the rest of her family. Uh, and when he said the mutation thing, then you hear that. Uh, okay. Hey, yeah, so I saw yeah, so I'll, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I was watching that one with my daughter because, you know, she, yeah, 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 girls, superheroes that she course. wants to watch. It's legit. Yeah. So, yeah, so I watched the first episode and need to catch the last couple of that. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I so. liked it. I, I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm hearing good things about it. Yeah. So I've just been watching too much. The, stuff. the only real complaints I'm hearing about it are, are just the kind of stupid racist bullshit that yeah. I really don't give a shit about like yeah. you know they can yeah, so they can sh- fucking complain all they want so yeah shitty people care, being shitty it. really exactly shitty people being shitty right yeah. anyone who's not shitty is gonna you know go okay i'll watch it and the other go hey i enjoy it or hey it's not for me yeah, they yeah. will complain about it yeah but i i enjoyed it i really liked uh, kamala i got a yes. uh imani uh, uh i can't remember her last name but she she's great yeah, yeah. So I watched the yeah I watched the first episode and like yeah she was good at it. So I just need to watch the other ones. It's six episodes too, right? Yep, it's a short yeah. one. Okay, yeah. So I just need to finish that. Yeah. So, so this week, as I said before, we are talking about uh, Doctor Strange. So yeah, so my first uh, introduction to him was during the uh, the Spider Man uh, animated series that uh, came out. Yeah, but he had that, a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, like I, because I, I, I like, think we knew, knew about, about him sort of stuff from the beforehand. Yeah, yeah, no, you had read, you had ghost sort of stuff I, with him before that. Yeah, I, for me, uh, one of the major Ghost Rider uh, introductions was uh, the Rise of the Midnight Suns, and Doctor Strange is the uh, the uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi guiding force uh, in that story. Like he doesn't. To take a direct hand in what's going on but like he's the one pushing all the different heroes and the directions they need to go to resolve the situation so between that and uh i found uh, as a kid a magazine uh for marvel uh, a marvel age special in the midnight suns uh from uh late 93 and it was like uh, a handbook for back all the old horror characters and there was a fairly lengthy segment on dr strange that uh all about dr strange Wonka, uh the various conflicts that he's gone through the various enemies he's had you know uh, being taught by the ancient one his origin like it covered everything so you know, I got this idea that Doctor Strange was a really important character in the Marvel Universe. And throughout everything I have read, continuing on from there, I've never really seen anything to dissuade me of notion. Like, Doctor Strange is, he, he's one of the characters, if he says something, everybody sits up and takes notice. You know, like, this is a guy Reed Richards defers to. This is a guy that Doctor Doom defers to. Like... You know, Doom may want, like, he may conspire to take the uh, the role of Sorcerer Supreme for himself, but that's more of the power that it, it affords. You know, Doom would be a good Sorcerer Supreme. He would do the job adequately, but he doesn't have 
the intuition and heart for it that Doctor Strange has. And we've seen that Strange is Doom's superior when it comes to the Sorceress Arts. Yeah, because if uh, you uh, go to that one story, uh, Triumph and Torment, it comes down to the two of them to, uh, to win the well, Sorcerer it, Supreme, right? It has more to do with the fact that during the Battle of the Vashanti, there were uh, all the sorcerers are trying to uh, solve this this mystic conundrum. Doom is the one who is standing back and actually assessing the situation much like Dr. Strange is. Like Strange is like, come on guys, like we should approach this with caution. And other sorcerers are just gung-ho slinging like, like we need, bolts like, we need to figure this out now. And, like Strange is like, ah, oh, you, you guys, this, this is not how this should be played. And Doom's like, I'm a little in over my head but my systems are keeping up. Um, they're tracking what's going on here. I'm learning a lot. Dr. Strange looks over. Okay, his, his gestures and mannerisms are really stiff and mechanical, but holy crap, he is pulling off some, some spells he shouldn't be able to pull off. And by virtue of being, you know, a more patient type of, uh, of individual, Doom is the only other person left standing when Doctor Strange has solved the problem. So, you know, that leads to Doctor Strange having to grant Doom a boon, which was one of Doctor Strange's first real challenges once he became the actual Sorcerer Supreme. He had, before Triumph and Torment, he had been uh, appointed a Sorcerer Supreme by the Ancient One, but he, he basically hadn't gotten the commission from the guys who actually give the job that tournament was what determined it it was kind of a no-brainer that dr strange was going to win but as the the winner anybody who survived well anybody left standing because nobody died anybody left standing they they get uh you, you got to do something for them and Strange is like, oh, I will not help dr doom with his world domination conquests that'd be abhorrent and Doom's like, you really think I would want your help to take over the world? No, I, I don't want help in politics. And then he talks about what he really wants help with. And Doctor Strange is like, oh, oh, that, that, that's what you want help with? Oh, man, you, you could have come to me with that anytime and I would have helped you. Doom doesn't beg. So Strange was kind of a little bit humbled at that point, like, you know, okay, maybe shouldn't really judge things by their reputation. I mean, he's by that point, he'd been sorcerer uh, or master of the mystic arts long enough that he should have learned it. Yeah. But, you know, he's he had a fair bit of arrogance to his character that, you know, you don't shed all at once when you're becoming, uh, again, the master of the mystic arts. Sorry, it's kind of staring at me from the little paperback collection that I've got here on my desk. Yeah, Stanley got... presents Doctor Strange, Master of the Mystic Arts, all in full color. Uh, I've uh, Triumph, Torment, and uh, the Oath sitting right here myself. Yeah, Triumph and Torment is sitting under that. My Marvel Age special is under that. Uh, Into Shambhala is under that, and then one of my essentials is under that. Did you know that there's only four actual Doctor Strange graphic novels? Oh, yeah, I was. More than that. You'd think so, but I was looking up just you know double checking stuff on strange and it's like yeah and then here's all the stuff he was in and then there's like four graphic novels and i'm like i've got three of those 
you got Triumph and Torment, you got Into Shambhala, you've got um, uh, What Is That Disturbs You, Stephen, which is the other one that I've got. And then there's the, the Spider-Man crossover graphic novel, uh, Way to Dusty Death, I think it was called. Don't have that one. I've been looking for it. But like, I was surprised. Like, that's that's it? Just those four? Well, the, the Oath is that is one too. Uh, well, no, no. The Oath is a, a five-issue miniseries. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got that one in uh, singles. Hey, um, I've, I've, I've yeah, there's tra- lots of one shots and miniseries I've and other stuff like that. that. The Oath is fantastic. Like it's, yeah. it is definitely a story worth having. Okay, because that's the one where uh, is that the one where he's really trying to figure out his uh, his death, uh, like the who murdered him, uh, or no, is that um, Wong has been diagnosed with terminal cancer and Strange will not accept this, so he starts looking for a panacea and actually finds one but there are other parties involved with uh with trying to find this panacea and you know when you've got a pharmaceutical company trying to get involved you know that their intentions can't be good yeah yeah usually yeah never good so yeah so uh, yeah so uh, what's uh, what's that uh what's that dr strange uh one two where you say he's, uh, he's like in a astral form he's like trying to figure out like who could who like Charles trying to murder him that's like a story uh he did get shot in dr strange the oath and he is helping night nurse uh with uh the surgery oh, to uh okay like he's using his astral form to okay, yeah. uh maybe maybe that's one thing that maybe um yeah off the top of my head i can't think of a different spot where like he was yeah, he was always using his astral form but like yeah. a specific like oh solve my mystery well totally an astral form like nah, yeah narrow it down a little bit more maybe i'll figure it out then yeah so yeah so so yeah so yeah uh, so what do you think of the uh the, the movie that came out uh multi the i enjoyed it the multiverse I mean, of madness uh, it 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 was fun um America Chavez was a good new character to it. It was great seeing the Illuminati. Even if it wasn't exactly what they were in the comics, they, it was still great seeing them. And uh, I thought it was a good continuation of Wanda's story. Yeah, yeah. I I really wasn't fully expecting Wanda to be like the de facto villain for the uh, movie, but I wasn't bothered by it at all. I think it, it, it logically within the story, it all makes like, sense. She, she didn't lo- uh, act too logically the entire time, but given how distraught with grief she is, you know, not necessarily going to act completely rationally. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you know, knowing how uh, bonkers she can get in the comics, you know, yeah. <laughs> House of M, tough. Oh, hell, even before then. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got like a three issue uh, or, yeah, two issues three issues of avengers where she goes all like evil dead uh one mountain possessed you know kill all the avengers oh really yeah. oh yeah yeah she she's one of chithon's favorite uh humans to watch <laughs> and uh, who's that uh, chithon uh marvel cthulhu oh okay yeah, it's the best Marvel Narlarthotep. I don't know. He he kind of equates to the Lovecraftian elder gods. Okay. He's of the. Actually, it's I first learned about it right here. What were the the, the pantheon of elder gods that uh, ruled beforehand? We had there was a whole bunch of them, but then there was conflicts 
the demagogue rose up and started eating, devouring, you know, just taking out everything in existence. Uh, when all was said and done, there were only four elder gods left. We had uh, Chithon, Hero of the Darkhold. We had uh, Set. Um, you remember like the Conan cartoon and stuff like that uh, when we were kids, like all the snake men and stuff. Yeah. The, the set that they worship, that's basically the set uh, from the Marvel Universe, except that he's usurping the real set. That snake god is just kind of pretending to be a bigger, even badder god. Uh, Set is the first elder god to have murdered another one. And then the other two are good ones. There's Gaia, who would be the Earth Mother. And what was the last one left? Who is the last one? Can't remember the last one left. It was another good one. I do not remember. Well, no, because the the good ones aren't, you know, exciting. They don't get a like a whole headline the way like Chithon or Mephisto or Zarathos does. Oh, Mephisto, so Mephisto, he's gonna show. <laughs> so yeah, do you think? Uh, so uh, do you think? Do you think we'll ever actually see a Mephisto? Maybe I, get a random Ghost Rider coming out. I kind of hope that we don't see Mephisto until we finally get Silver Surfer by himself. <laughs> when we finally get a Silver Surfer solo series, that's when I want to finally see Mephisto show up. does that? Uh, the two, well, the two of them have. That's uh, where Mephisto first appeared. His oh, was... very first appearance was in Silver Surfer number three. I want to say. Oh, nice. Like way back in the '60s, number three. Like he's. Mephisto's a lot earlier than you might think. Nice, nice. But yeah, he's he was in the early days. He was very single-minded on uh, trying to corrupt the pure soul that was Norrin Rad. You know, if if he could get just that one soul, he'd be so happy. He just turned that one guy. No, never get it. So, uh, so like once we get the Fantastic Four movie, do you think we got like a Proctor Galactus? Oh, absolutely. I, th- I think that's something that, uh, you know, if, if the entire Marvel uh, plan here doesn't eventually, like, implode and fizzle out after so many years, yeah, we, we probably would get uh, Galactus. The and, whole, and uh, I shebang. think they'll do it properly considering the fact they already showed us the Celestials. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so they, they, the they, makes me think. Yeah, they, yeah, because yeah, they, they, they've black. already got audiences comfortable with beings on that kind of a scale. Yeah, because because yeah. a couple of celestials saw their their headgear kind of looked uh, Galactus esque because he only has like the one on each side instead of like a three, right? He, he does like have all, all the celestials look some, a little different. Yeah, Galactus has some form of relation to them, but yeah. he is not a celestial himself. But he's like he's celestial sized, like. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. He is. He is a a uh, like the phoenix. He is just part of the cosmos. Like he is a fundamental part of existence. So kind of like I kind of like a, like eternity in uh, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Well, it, eternity is existence. Yeah, but uh, but uh, but not on that level of stuff or just under. Um, just a level below that. Yeah. Like they, they he's part of like the the hierarchy that would be just below eternity like on eternity's level that's getting to like existence itself like 
at Eternity's level, I think there's only one other above him, and that is like the one above all, like the one meant to be the representation of like the like the, the Christian God, the, like the like the God of gods or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. God, yeah, the yeah. capital G God. Yeah, that's that sort of thing. Yeah, the, the things that they don't like to play around with too much in the Marvel universe. They <laughs> they'll they'll play around with the darker stuff. But as soon as they start playing around with uh, the lighter religious stuff, that's yeah, when yeah, it's best they get not, cold feet. Yeah, like, it's best not to uh, get that crowd on. So really yeah. Well, ba- back in the day, Ghost Rider, um, in the early 70s, there was a story arc that was building up where as Johnny Blaze found himself uh, under more and more uh, trial and strain and crisis, uh, the more he felt that he was being defeated, this the stranger character kept showing up to give him guidance and reassurance and encouragement and the plan was that that was going to be revealed to be jesus christ and marvel got cold feet and decided that they couldn't go ahead with depicting you know an actual religious figure like that and it became a whole you know plot by mephisto so having the sudden 180 on it and the stranger character to be a villain the whole time, it really doesn't work very well. And you'd think Marvel would learn their lesson, but no, there's been time and time again where they've tried to use more biblical elements and never really works out. I mean, like, look at the way uh, Ghost Rider is happening right now in the comics. Like, all the the fallen angel crap that uh, Daniel Way came up with and foisted off onto Jason Aaron. They don't really talk about much of that crap anymore. It never really fit in the first place. And the mythology that the current writers grew up with reading, well, no, the fallen angel stuff doesn't make any sense compared to that. So, yeah. Out the window, we're going back to uh, the fun stuff that we enjoyed in the 90s. Ooh, the 90s. Crazy times indeed. Say what you will, there was good stuff in the 90s. There was plenty <laughs> to enjoy. Yeah. You know, I just had to have an open perspective. Yeah. So, uh, so was the uh, Spider-Man like animated series like a two-parter or was it just like the one episode with Doctor Strange? Do you remember? I think he showed up more than once at the series. Okay. Yeah, yeah there... Spider-Man seem it's been so long since I've watched it, but I seem to recall there being pretty uh, guest appearance happy with yeah. uh, the popular characters. Like I yeah. definitely remember Blade showing up uh, more than once. Yeah, uh, Blade like showed up more than once. Then Doctor Strange had to have shown up more yeah. than once. Yeah, Blade had like at least two to three appearances. Yeah, uh, like as a yeah, because I think you showed up later on. Well, yeah, like, had, yeah like, had Morbius. Yeah, yeah him and Morbius like teamed up or uh, were uh, teamed up so for like it, fighting. It definitely opened the door for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's plasma. <laughs> I'll never oh. get over that. Oh, <laughs> the first time as a kid, I recognized like that's not right. <laughs> no, no. He's a vampire. Why? Yeah, but I know plasma is a part of blood, I, but I, yeah, as the kid, I knew that. Like I, I knew that plasma <laughs> was an element of blood that they were referring to as to get around the sensors. Yeah. But the suction cups in his hands. Yeah, suction. Yeah, yeah that oh, made no sense. Yeah. Man. <laughs> You're really, really pushing it. 
glitch. <laughs> ES and P. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to watch that show again. I loved it though. So yeah, it's still good. Oh, it's class out. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, circling back to Doctor Strange. Yeah. So yeah. So he's like yeah. So yeah. So just like he's. Of- He's like the like the main like Marvel magic guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, when uh, the early days were being plotted out by uh, the various uh, architects of the Marvel universe in the, in the early '60s, uh, yeah. Steve Ditko came up with uh, Doctor Strange all on his own. Uh, like he handed off the script to Stanley, and you know, for it seems Stan wasn't too enthusiastic about it. Like you know, like all right, well. We're throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks. Let's throw this too. And even though the the story is quite dry for the first while in it, Ditko is using it as an excuse to just run with the artwork. He's doing all kinds of crazy mystical stuff that you know, just hadn't been seen before in comics. Uh, this is where stuff like Eternity is first depicted. And like the really in, in, in Doctor Strange, in Doctor Strange, yes. Really? Um, it was one of Baron Mordo's or Mordo's plots. Uh, it, was, it was always Baron Mordo, Nightmare, or Dormammu in the early days, but uh, yeah, Eternity was uh, the big reveal in the uh, the first real story arc, uh, in Doctor Strange and Strange Tales. It was the, the title that uh, was shared uh, along with uh, Nick Fury. So you had uh, Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you had Doctor Strange, and Nick Fury was clearly the headliner. But as the, the months and years went by, Doctor Strange started to get more and more popularity, and eventually to the point where he's pretty evenly trading covers with uh, Nick Fury. Um, but it was, again, mainly the art. Like, there's so much going on in the the early days that's really kind of vague like i in reading them i didn't think wong showed up until like a year or so but then i'm checking out like his wikipedia page and it's saying oh yeah wong's right there from issue 110 the very first appearance of dr strange they just don't name him until 119 and i'm thinking like i don't remember wong being named until way later but yeah it's just Wikipedia. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yes, but, uh, uh, always it, super reliable. It, it is definitely the artwork that uh, that drives things. Like, with the exception of Doctor Strange himself, because as as a figure, he's unusually stiff for uh, for what uh, you would expect from uh, Ditko, especially off of Spider Man. Is that um, Ditko uh, draw as well as you just read it? Oh, Ditko is the one drawing it, oh, okay. uh, but it is done Marvel methods. So like he's, he's basically plotting it with the art itself yeah, and yeah. Then Stan's just filling in the, the gaps later. And a lot of the, the mystical mumbo jumbo he's coming up with is just that mumbo jumbo. Like they're just phrases that don't really mean anything. Like Stan is not the kind of writer who's going to, you know, do research and reference things like not the way like, uh, somebody like Steve Gerber would or the way Alan Moore does you know he's he's from a different school like there are other uh comic book writers that I know of where 
you know, projects of theirs have been derailed or outright didn't happen because they couldn't get the proper research to tell the story properly. Whereas Stan's just like, oh, just just get the words on the page and like, get it out there. <laughs> so, you know, they, it, it really is just a matter of throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, uh, the, the villains are clearly something that they, they hit it off with right away. Uh, even if it's really unclear just exactly what is going on with Baron Mordo's hair in the early days. Like after a while, it gets revised into something that actually makes a bit more sense. But it's, they have living hair. Living he's hair. he's got the weirdest hat hair you've oh. ever seen. <laughs> it is like it's that's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> um, but like the stiffness of the overall characters even extends to like facial expressions. Like Doctor Strange always has a grim look on his face. Like he very rarely smiles. Like it's. It's a blessing when Clea finally gets introduced to things, even though they don't seem to name her for, again, quite some time. Like she is just like that that female or that silver-haired girl or that that, that person over there. That they've, no, like she she gets involved pretty quick. Like she witnesses an early battle between Strange and Dormammu, and is like, "Holy crap! Somebody is standing up to Dormammu. That that's that's not supposed to be able to happen, but it's happening." All right, I'm I'm interested in this guy, and like she keeps she keeps an eye on him, she keeps tabs on him, and like it's again clearly no real plan in place because she is used as as a victim and pawn, not just by Dormammu, but by Umar when Umar shows up, Umar, uh, Dormammu's sister, uh, who is even more like the only reason Dormammu gets all the attention is because he's the one who inherited the flames of the fall team. He's the one who got like the uh, matri or the um, uh, royal power or whatever it would be uh, from their parents. Like Umar is a more powerful sorceress than Dormammu is but he's got the flame so he's the one in charge even though she's generally quite scarier than he is <laughs> the, these horrible villains keep manipulating this poor silver-haired female and i still hadn't like in rereading some of the stuff i haven't gotten up to the point where it's revealed that oh yeah clea is umar's daughter that makes her dormammu's niece and, the, and, and neither of them have any acknowledgement of this anytime they're torturing the poor girl and and, uh, and uh, it's clear that shows up in dr strange in the one uh, yeah i had to ask as we were watching that because her hair is not right yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. sorry. And, and yeah i need I, to give clear the alien curls and i yeah i hadn't read much enough uh, enough dr strange to be like i have no idea who that is it's, it's like when she when so Charlize Theron walks out of the portal, it's it's and that, basically and, like you've got and that's Dormammu's you, got, niece. Yeah, said? okay, yeah, that she's Dormammu's okay. niece. But like when she walks out of the portal in the movie, it's like you know Vampirella, right? Yeah, Vampirella. Vampirella's got uh, a twin sister, Draculina, who is blonde and wears a black outfit. So when Clea walks out, I'm thinking this is the Vampirella Draculina to. This to, is the, um, this is how we got uh, Blade. <laughs> to Hella. 
to Hela. Like oh, okay. she, she's like Hela's the one in black and Clea's the one in white, and they're they look far too much the same. <laughs> so I'm like when Clea's got all like these weird curls and swirls and stuff to her hairstyle, like as part of like being an alien. Why aren't you like having fun with that and playing with that as you know a costume designer or like whatever the role might be for putting these characters in their visual depictions? Why yeah. would you go with just straight plain hair? Like, yeah, it's silver, <laughs> great. It. It's, yeah, shall you, you shall have a chance to do just like, don't fucking touch the hair. Visually, it's a wig. It's a wig. Give him give obviously him a, a wig. Give him a chance for the you know the sequel when she actually shows up. They'll make uh, a little more effort into it. Here's the hope in that like she like maybe goes super saiyan occasionally like <laughs> when she like powers up. That's Ooh, when the curls uh, appear. <laughs> maybe again like as she's been reminding everybody in the current Strange series where she has taken over for the now dead Doctor Strange. Spoiler. She is a no, no. It's happened for a while. This is comics, man. Come on. Spoilers only count for like what three months. <laughs> Not even. But yeah, no. She's like, there's there are a few issues deep into her series, and she's. she's yeah, wait. When did when did uh, Supreme? When he, when did uh, he die in the comics? Uh, last year. There was a whole death of Doctor Strange event. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I remember. Okay. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, oh, yeah. I, think I remember. Fact, uh, issue big four. Deal. Issue four of the uh, Strange series starring Clea just came out today. Oh, nice. Yeah. But yeah, no, she keeps reminding everybody that, like, you know, she comes from the dark dimension. Okay, yeah. She comes from a warlord stock. And that and, and, is not some, you know, do gooder former surgeon who's now the Sorcerer Supreme. She's a conqueror who is. And, uh, and it was like the dark dimension that was the end of the first Doctor Strange. Yeah, that, that's no, that, who I've come to bargain. Yeah, like the yeah. repeats. There, there are people that live in the dark dimension. Okay. Like, uh, what, like, what are the recent issues that uh, of her story? Someone used something on her that was supposed to cancel out her magic and it didn't work. And then, when, of course, they're all confused about it. She's just like, okay, so magic comes from different places. The magic you're using and going against is not the magic that I have. I have this magic as well as other magics. You're you're not gonna stop me. Yeah, yeah, yours not, doesn't cancel out mine. Yeah. And also it's not just that, like, from what I understand, she's not a flesh and blood creature. Like, yes, she has human form, but technically, like, she's an energy being. Oh, those crazy energy beings. Yeah, like from what I understand, like the, the denizens of the dark dimension, the, the peoples that live there, like they're they're energy beings. They just happen to have a form that looks just like, like human people, uh, like be, uh, because comics. A- anthropomorphic or whatever, or whatever the fuck is called. Well, anthropomorphic would be like. Oh yeah, know, that's that. The, 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 the crazy human animal things that okay. Doctor Bong makes over in Howard okay. Duck. Okay. You know, French-made ducks like Fifi. <laughs> yes, that's a thing. Uh, fucking Howard the Duck. <laughs> Such a bad movie. She dies. She dies in a flying bong crash. It is mistaken for a UFO <laughs> or Fifi. Uh that sucks. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, for for Doctor Strange, like, <clears throat> no, I know we haven't really been talking a whole lot about like his chronological history here because. This is a guy who has been active like since what was his first appearance? 1964. Mads Mads Mickelson's character from the first movie. Oh, Kaiselius. Yeah, wait, 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 was that what? 
Yeah, was that was that was that actual like a comic uh, film? He, or from what I understand, he is from the comics, but like he's a non-entity. He's okay. a very very minor uh, character in the overall scheme of things. Okay. But uh, fa- those of us fans that know like just the comics in general, as uh, Kaiselio said, his followers are being sucked into the dark dimension at the end of that first Doctor Strange movie. You can see they are transmogrifying into mindless ones. The comic never really establishes what mindless ones are other than big mindless energy blasting golem things that populate the dark dimension. Like, I don't think there's anything about them being like, you know, corrupted followers of Dormammu because in the dark dimension, everybody is a follower of Dormammu. That's just how it is. You don't have a choice. So one one of the things that makes Dormammu the actual leader of his people and not just some tyrant is that he keeps his people safe from the mindless ones. There is a massive energy dome surrounding his city that his people, you know, they can go through if they need to, but like the mindless ones, like they, on the outside of it, they can hang on all they want and they can't get through. They're the people that Dormammu rules over are at least kept safe by that threat. So, you know, he makes the trains run on time. <laughs> He's, yeah, no, that was horrible. <laughs> Dormammu is horrible. That's, you know, these villains, yeah, so it all you, gotta, out, you gotta make fun of them somehow. <laughs> you know, you, you can't just have the, the Hulk sneak up behind him and thunderclap his head extinguished like a candle every time. As funny <laughs> as that is. Oh, that'd be fun. It is. It is. No, he seriously does that in uh, the Defenders miniseries from uh, the early 2000s. Indefensible. I mean, that's the... Uh, I think that's the unofficial se- uh, title. Um, yeah, but it's the, the one by... I've told you about it before. The, the one by the Bwahaha League uh, team. Yeah. Yeah. Matthias Geffen and uh, Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah did you uh, check that yeah. one out yet? Uh, not yet. I was just say that didn't sound familiar. Yeah, so I still need to. I still need to pick that out. I need yeah. to. Uh, it, it's just a five-issue miniseries. Let from me the, uh, make the a note of that. Yeah, because no, I will forget. And plus, as I said, next month is Fan Expo, and I'm going. So yeah, uh, if I if I can, we're, we're planning on going to. Uh, which day, or do you know yet? I uh, hadn't really made up my mind. Well, I'll, I'll be around. It's going to be a Saturday or a Sunday, one of the two. Uh, the dreaded Saturdays. I would probably rather go on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, especially if uh, Anime North is any indication because it was like super packed this year, apparently. So, Well, I got some, I got a couple of decent things at uh, the Peterborough Con uh, oh, the nice. other week. Oh, I got, finally got myself a copy of Howard the Duck number one. Oh, nice. Last book I needed to complete my the entire run of uh, the original series. I found it for like twenty four bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Oh yeah, no, it was, it was a great condition copy, and that's way cheaper than what I've seen it go for for a oh, while. Yeah, yeah, especially fucking online, people always try oh, that, to gouge. It's fucking that sucks. book's being it. a victim of uh, of the uh, speculator market from oh. the word go. My yes. understanding is that within a few months of its release it was already selling for like up to five dollars 
in uh, the the second or the aftermarket, like in oh. comic book stores. And this is a book released for twenty five cents on the newsstand. Oh. Can you imagine, like you know, in like nineteen seventy seventy five seventy six when it started? Not you know, right. a, a book you pay that has a cover price of 25 cents you have to pay like up to five dollars for no thank you yeah <laughs> uh, it's from what i understand of the situation uh it was a seriously hyped book howard the duck number one because like the character had already been a huge hit in uh the last issue of man things uh fear adventure had a couple of appearances in snicker giant size man thing snicker but, uh <laughs> you know the 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 burgeoning comic book stores they knew that this book was coming and i've i've heard on one hand that oh distribution was just really bad for howard the duck number one it just didn't make it to certain areas but then i've heard equally that yeah no lots of uh retailers and distributors just sat on copies expecting this the value to go up and oh what do you know it did because it was scarce and from what I have read, that's one of the earliest examples you can find of that sort of thing happening to a comic. Um, I've heard of like issues of Vampirella and maybe some Conan. Like there's stuff in the day that was hot. You know, like you go into the comic book store and they're like, you know, one copy per customer kind of things. Yeah. But you know, like to the point where again, like three or four months later, the prices. I, I'm, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not going to try to calculate how many times value the, the, the price jumped. It was lots and lots of times more expensive than it shouldn't be. But I got it finally. Nice. The, name, the namesake of my big dopey cat lying next to me. I finally have that complete. Ow. Let go. <laughs> Let go. Uh <laughs> You shouldn't have mentioned him, Aaron. You shouldn't have mentioned him. They, no, they, he's yeah. decided he wants attention now. Yeah, they, no, no, they, 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 they knew you were talking about him. My, mine were doing that earlier, and then I had to kick one of them out because he kept trying to attack my uh, headset. Uh, yes. Okay. yes. Uh, you have kittens. Mine's yes. now a senior. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I, I found it like I found at least two keys that I needed, and I set a goal of. You know, I want issues. I, I'm looking for issues of Grendel, Nexus, or Badger. And I found a couple of issues of Badger. So, you know, it's enough to tide me over. But I got to do some deep dives. I got to dig through some bargain bins. I haven't had a chance to do that in years now. If you're in Toronto, you can go to BMV. Yeah, you think we can go there every time we're in Toronto? BMV. Yeah, no, we definitely, definitely should. Need, need to stop spending money online and save some to spend in person. I hear that. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yep. Some Doctor Strange will definitely be on my list at that point. Yeah. But I'll have many, many things on my list. Yeah. Too many lists to list. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll take a try to pick up that day of the death of Doctor Strange and not read that. Yeah. Yeah, I need. There, there's a bunch of modern stuff I need to catch up on, but eh, 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 I like older stuff better. Don't don't mean to sound crotchety, but there's still so many like classic stories from older uh, older runs, older publishers, older titles that are still so compelling. Like like as, as I mentioned, I was looking for issues of Badger, Nexus, and Grendel. Like those 
those books all still hold up to this day and in various incarnations are still being published to this day yeah. very nice Hell yeah but damn it marvel's got new ghostwriter that you know it's like old school ghostwriter to me you know they make clea doctor strange or just strange because she is technically his wife so clea strange is technically her name if she wants to but use she her. is not a doctor no you're right well well we don't really know her full credentials in the dark dimension i mean fair enough but what are the requirements for she, being she, a doctor there she i have a, a phd in dark dimensions well, no, I'm saying that, like, maybe in the Dark Dimension, just the simple fact that she has saved lives qualifies her for being a doctor there. Well, I mean, we know it's an alien culture. Yeah. Who are we to say? <laughs> so, yeah, so it would be any uh, specific of those stories that you would suggest people to read? Well, there's there's so much going on in Doctor Strange. Like, it it's worth checking out the early stuff if... If you've checked out other early Stan Lee stuff, you know, early X-Men, early Spider-Man, early Thor, and you've enjoyed those kind of things, well, yeah, definitely check out Doctor Strange. This is more of that, you know, Stan Lee hucksterism that we've all known and loved for so long. Uh, but if you're looking for some more depth, yeah, there's some better ones, like Triumph and Torment that we've talked about many times, like that one is, no matter how much you hype that book, it still would be underhyped. It, it it's phenomenal. I mean, early work by Hellboy's own Mike Mignola, you know, and you've got classic Roger Stern, Bill Mantlo, Jerry Conway. Uh, well, sorry, wait a minute, that's wrong. That's a table of contents for the entire collection. Mine's got extras. <laughs> now, Triumph and Torment was just Roger Stern and Mignola, but you know, classic Doctor Strange. You've got Mignola, you know, early in his career and. Yeah, that, showing... was, that was before Hellboy, right? Oh, well before Hellboy. I mean, Hellboy is not until, I think, 93. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, he's okay. he's early 90s. Oh, okay. Triumph yeah, and Torment is 90s, yeah. at least 80s. I know there's there's a fair bit of, like, see, the funny thing is, is uh, Mignola was considered a superhero artist for the longest time. Like, it wasn't until he did the, uh, uh, the backup serial Eddie Current in uh, Ted McKeever's uh, Metropole. Uh, towards the end of uh, the first volume, McKeever has Eddie Current from one of his earlier stories resurrected. And then the story of, okay, here's how Eddie makes his way into the main story. That was all done by Mike Mignola. And one of the things hyping it was that Mignola wants to draw monsters. Nobody will let him draw monsters. I'm going to let him draw monsters. <laughs> and yeah once Mignola got a taste of drawing the monsters and playing with thick shadows like you, you can see in those resurrection of Eddie current backup strips you can see a fair bit of what would become early Hellboy in terms of uh, his art development like when you read stuff like Triumph and Torment or uh, from DC he illustrated Cosmic Odyssey for uh, Jim Starlin um, you can see like it's structurally the same Mike Mignola like the way he he builds his characters like the 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 way like hellboy carries himself in his silhouette you know you'll recognize this in a lot of the early stuff but you know triumph and torment as beautiful as it looks it definitely has more in common with like the marvel type stuff than 
you know, if you picked up a copy of uh, Seed of Destruction and compare the two side by side, like you would see some some structural and thematic similarities, but there's still so much more growth there. And yeah, like that makes Triumph and Torment another uh, good sell is, you know, see uh, what Mignola was like before he was uh, at the top of his game. Um, another good one. Uh, if, if you dig the horror stuff, uh, you've got uh, a storyline in Doctor Strange issues 59 to 63 from the uh the 80s series where he and blade and a couple of others wipe vampires out of existence you know As dracula you is vying for extra power he is going through sorceress means to become even more dangerous like you know sometimes people underestimate what kind of a major threat dracula posed in general to the marvel universe still does technically i mean you never can put him down permanently but yeah, no, there's there's a story where Doctor Sh or uh, Dracula's going for the dark hold to get more powerful. So Doctor Strange, you know, he's getting the Night Stalker's help, and eventually, no more vampires. But then we get a nice story in the '90s where you know there's a sorceress in the Marvel universe, Marie Laveau, who her immortality potion needs to be taken at you know periodic uh, intervals. And wouldn't you know it? One of the major ingredients is vampire blood. And what are you going to do when all the vampires have been wiped from existence? We'll try to find if there is such a vampire left. Hey, Morbius, you're a vampire, right? Uh, I'm not that kind of vampire. Oh, oh, kind are of you good. sure about that? Come here. You know, well, that doesn't work. We find out that uh, Doctor Strange made a mistake that ended up uh, putting a hole in the spell he cast earlier. Now, leave that one to the reader to find out more on. Uh, that one's <laughs> the vampire versus it's Doctor Strange... 12 it's early in the monthly series um uh, i want to say uh beginning of the teens to early teens it's clearly a label on the front uh one of one of the covers was uh one of the ones involved in some controversy with dr strange uh there's an issue of dr strange that uh was technically it is a recalled comic but well, once it's been out for a couple of months, can you actually really recall it? Not so much. Okay, I've got... I'm guessing. Let's see, where is it? Oh, you don't have a quick link for it here? I've got uh, I've got a website saved here, uh, Recalled Comics, and it's kind of fun to take a look through. You know, you got a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting bits and pieces. Yeah, here it is. So... Uh, this is coming from uh, recalledcomics.com, their article on Doctor Strange, issue 15, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme. This is from uh, 1990, issue 15. So, okay, so Vampiric Versus was issues 14 onwards, because uh, issue 15 is Vampiric Versus, part two of five. And the cover has a uh, close-up of a face on it. Um, you've, on the, the lower right, you've got... Uh, what, I'm pretty sure that's Marie Laveau and you've got uh, uh, Victor Strange dressed up as Baron Blood and behind them is this fairly realistically depicted face and it's like in a light red almost orangish uh, shading. Yeah that face was blatantly ripped from the cover of an Amy Grant uh, CD collection 
And okay, I think I remember. She was not happy about it. She, being fairly uh, Christian in her outlook, yeah, she took it to court, and the the issue was supposed to be recalled, but you know, this came out in this cover dated March, so this would have been out like at the beginning of 1990. And a court settlement in 91 isn't going to do a lot retroactively to the availability of this comic. I mean, being a recalled comic didn't affect my ability to find a copy priced no differently than any other copy. I mean, this is not like, say, Spider-Man Reign number one, where maybe, depending on where you're looking, you might have trouble finding a, a recalled version. Good thing I got I, the recalled version. Uh, yeah. wait, what, what was that recalled for? You saw Spider-Man's junk. Uh, uh, the, no, good old, you, you the good didn't. old junk shot. It was silhouetted. You it didn't was, actually see it. Yeah, it was silhouetted, he, but it was he's clearly... Waking, uh, he's, he's an old man waking up in bed, and he's, he's sitting you know, at the side of his bed, and he's not wearing underwear. And the silhouette shows he's not wearing underwear. He's an old man. Who, who cares? Old man don't have to wear underwear if he lives alone, lonely life. <laughs> lives alone but yeah you know uh, Spider-Man certain, certain uh, groups saw that and raised a fuss and raised a particular quick fuss because there was no explicit content warning on the cover of it so yeah you can you can actually look at that one on uh, the recalled comics they'll show you the uh, the uncensored panel if you want to see and it, it's like there's it's nothing special it's, it's uh, like hear that hear that peter it's, Parker. it's old man nothing junk it's special. a couple of blobs it is like honestly just a couple of blobs <laughs> hear that peter Parker? a couple of blobs <laughs> again th this is this is the alternate reality peter parker who killed his wife because of radioactive jizz yeah <laughs> so yeah Radioactive. He, he can, there's plausible deniability on Peter's behalf there. No, it's not the real <laughs> him. Besides, it's cold in that old man apartment. Yeah, no, that's, this is a nice little uh, fun thing to check out if you're uh, a comic fan who's interested in some more of the uh, behind the scenes shenanigans that can happen with trying to make a comic. Like even just uh, in the left hand column, there's like a whole list of stuff. Like you've got. Like even titles like right at the top of the list, action comics. Uh, ooh, where's the think? Forget which issue it is, but there's. I'm pretty sure they'll have an article about the uh, Superman's babysitter uh, issue. The one where uh, I'm pretty sure it gets recalled because uh, baby Superman ends up in the microwave in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that one. Right? Yeah. Then the, the, I imagine the. Uh... Uh, Swamp Thing uh, number seven from the New Fifty Two, where like that one tendril looks like a like a dick or whatever that got to recalled. I remember that being a one that got to recalled when I started collecting. Oh, let me see here. There's all right. I think it was uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah, I think it was from uh, the other yeah, new 52. Swamp Thing 11 recalled yeah. due to suggestive yeah. tentacle. Yeah, yeah, number Ooh. 11. Yeah, yeah. Alluring. Yeah, apparently it looked like a uh, like a big old dong. 
no, like or or or, yeah. or could it could have or it could have been taken that oh, way. Oh, the, the the placement of the maggot creature. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, I I see. The the artists knew damn well what they were doing. <laughs> yes, they did. Damn right, well. What, what's that? Was that uh, Danik Paquette doing that still? I think that's the name I saw here. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Uh, no, he's the uh, the cover artist. And oh okay. Marco Rudy is the oh, interior okay. artist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Scott yeah. Snyder, and Scott Snyder's still uh, writing that, I think. Yep. Yeah, he's yeah. listed as the uh, author. Yeah. yeah. Damn, man, and <laughs> considering <laughs> like one of the one of the ones I have is like you know an issue of Hack Slash where. Uh, yeah, the finale of it was supposed to be a two-page spread, and whoever laid out the comic for printing put an ad in the middle of the two-page spread. Oh, those are driving nuts. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. So that's one where that that's a rare example of me having two copies of the same comic because I got the original printing and was... I, I can still remember the disappointment at getting to the end of, like, wait, turning the page back and forth. Like, this is a two-page spread oh who screwed this up and our local comic store i guess never got the replacement copies because i can remember once or twice before they had like replacements for uh recalled books yep occasionally but, uh yeah no i never got one for a hack slash and i had to end up uh, buying the uh the, the, the corrected edition later on <laughs> and of course like what what's the point in getting rid of the uh the recalled version yeah I, I happened to get the alternate cover when I got the replacement copy. So cover A, cover B. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I don't think I actually have any like recalled comics in my collection. I don't believe. Well, let's as, take as a look through uh, this list at some point. You yeah, might be surprised. My, my, yeah, my, I have to, I'll save this and uh, let's see. But I bet, but at least to my knowledge, at least I don't have any. Yeah, have yeah, any. yeah. No, like there, there's a couple that I. Uh, you know, I didn't realize you know, had been recalled. Like, there's a lot of stuff that are just like variants and things, yeah. but like, I I didn't know that there was a corrected edition of my hack slash issue until I was looking through this website. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, that, that could be uh, better known a while ago, so I could have gotten it. But what else? Yeah, yeah, no, I I've, like it was just one of those things. Well, that would have been on my list to find as soon as I had known about it, and I just wish I had known about it before. Yeah. Curious, by publisher, how many know. recalled comics do we have from Marvel? Uh, probably too many. Oh, it's it's one of the bigger lists, it looks like. Oh, yeah, it's a bigger list than DC, that's for sure. <laughs> that's yeah, funny. scrolling through, like, just dividing it up by publisher. Right. Yeah, Marvel is the biggest by a chunk. A significant chunk. All right, uh, so we still love you, Marvel. All right, so is there any any other uh, Doctor Strange stuff that we can uh, cover? You think? And it's sad they had to call Shuma Gorath Gargantos. Yeah, stupid. And then that and that was what the uh, that eye tentacle guy at the beginning yeah. of okay. Uh, you played, yeah, you played um, any of those? Uh, Marvel, you played Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom. or Marvel Superheroes or any of those ones? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the crazy ass. eyeball kung fu fighting eyeball tentacle thingy in those games. Yeah, that that's the eyeball tentacle thing in the Doctor Strange movie. But they can't call him by his real name because that is owned by the guys that own Conan. Oh. 
Yeah, that's where the name comes from, even if the actual eyeball thing doesn't. <laughs> Interesting. Alrighty. So yeah, so that uh hopefully leads people to be more interested in Doctor Strange and check it a bit more because I have a feeling we will probably be seeing him more so in the next oh, uh, the little bit of the uh, Doctor movie. Strange never goes away in the comics and doesn't look like he's going uh, anywhere honestly the, for the, the movies uh, for as long as uh, Benedict Gumberbatch is having fun playing the role I don't yeah. think he's going to give it up and <laughs> he looks like he is having genuine fun playing the character yeah. I mean you know he the door is still open for him to have more crazy shenanigans with Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Yeah. Bring it he, on. Yeah. You could come back still. Yeah. So hopefully. That'd oh yeah. Good. I definitely want to see more of uh, Spider-Man and Dr. Strange teaming up. Yeah. I'll be down for that. Yeah. That's, that's some fun, odd couple shenanigans. <laughs> I'm always down for shenanigans. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. And next time uh, we decide to do an episode. Uh, should I? Oh yeah, join us next time we decide to do an episode. <laughs> and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe us uh, on wherever you get podcasts, or uh, check us out on Twitter at the Marvel Pod or Instagram at the Multiverse at Marvel. And uh, yeah, so uh, check us out wherever you get a uh, yeah podcast like iTunes, Google, and all that stuff, and rate us anywhere there. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, catch you next time. <laughs>